Hi everyone, welcome back to another episode of On The Dot Podcast. I am your host, the one, the only, never on time, but we are here, Jen Foe. I was going to say Jennifer Foe. I get, I get really wigged out when people call me Jennifer now. It makes me feel like I'm in trouble, but I only recently adopted the nickname Jen, which is really weird. But anyway, that's a story for another time. Is it a story? Not really. There's no backstory behind that. The topic that I want to discuss today came about from a comment that someone made to me. Not a bad comment. It was a comment, a question more rather, as to how I feel so comfortable navigating new social situations, how to maintain a conversation, maybe with a group of people that you haven't seen in a while or a new group of friends, how I make it look so easy and natural. So today's topic is going to be on how to keep conversations going and how to improve your communication skills in a social setting because we like to fucking socialize. I know damn well that you've come across a situation where you're anticipating hanging out with someone, a group of people, maybe newly formed friends, and even before you meet up with them, you're already thinking and stressing about fuck what are we going to be speaking about for the next three hours that we're going to be in each other's presence and how am I going to keep the conversation going and what will they think of the conversation and it makes you want to vomit thinking about that whole scenario that you're considering carrying your plans all together put your hands up that is actually me that is so me Most of us have some form of social anxiety. Yes, there is an aspect where we're excited to meet new people or you're excited to socialize, but to some degree, we all care about how we're perceived and we want to be bringing value to a conversation and you don't really want to be known as that boring friend or girlfriend or boyfriend who has shit chat and all she talks about is herself and how successful or rich she is or whatever the fuck, right? Some people don't care. Some people are loud and proud to be that bitch. But most of us are self-aware enough to want more for ourselves and we want to be better. The best way to keep a conversation going, whether it be one-on-one or in a group setting, is to ask questions. I don't know if this is a me thing and because I'm curious in nature, but I ask people questions about themselves and about their opinions on certain topics, which we can get onto a little bit later, because I'm genuinely interested in what they have to say because it allows me to learn more about them and what type of personality they have and the type of character that they are. And that's just more knowledge for me. The more I learn about you is more I can learn about me and what I like about you. On the flip side, you're also able to learn if you don't like someone or you don't vibe with someone, you don't fuck with them. 
And we can only really do that and make that judgment if you get to know someone by asking them questions. People love speaking about themselves. All of us do, actually. We're all a little bit self-conceited. And I know that because I love speaking about myself. So vice versa, if I'm going to ask someone all these questions about them, I've basically given them the green light to open up to me and word vomit all over me. And I fucking love that because after that, I'm going to fucking word vomit all over them. Let's not mistake questions like, how are you? How was your day? Where did you get that top from? As questions that I'm referring to. All right. Because look, they're not bad openers because yeah, you're not going to dive straight into why did you and your ex break up or how did your parents divorce impact you and how did that fuck you up? No, you're, you need to warm it up a little bit. If that's something you're interested in asking, it's like sex, right? You wouldn't go straight to anal. You need to foreplay. You need the lube. You need money because you know fucking damn well, I'm not doing anal for free. The questions that you can be asking are things that you are genuinely curious about or you want to know more about that person. So let's say, for example, you're meeting new girlfriends and you've always been curious as to why Becky and her boyfriend broke up. Let's just say you're a nosy bitch like me and that's something that you've always wanted to know. All of a sudden on her Instagram, all their photos were deleted and you're not really like chummy chummy with Becky like that, but you're curious. You've got a friend who's a bit chummy with her, but anyway, you want to hear it from the source. You obviously wouldn't go up to Becky and blatantly just ask her, why did you and Brian break up? I saw that there were no photos on your Instagram anymore. Why did you guys break up? Obviously, and that's a given, I hope you wouldn't do that, right? It's about warming up to it. Becky, did you get your hair done? It looks really good. Where did you get it done at? Oh, I got it done at fucking Edward, Edward and Co or whatever. Oh, uh, Color Fade by Rich. I don't know. I'm just saying places that I've seen on Instagram. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, I know a girl who blah, 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 blah. Yeah, whatever, whatever. XXX, YYY, ZZZ. Isn't it funny how people always say that you tend to change your hair color or girls always go blonde or whatever when you know they're going through something in their life or it's like some major change in their life. Becky goes, yeah, totally. Like, <laughs> yeah. actually, I did break up with Brian. Bingo. Now you're on that topic. Now you've been able to draw back to the topic that you wanted to speak about without directly asking her, hey, why did you and your ex break up? There's a time and a place to be direct and ask questions straight up, but you also need to read the room. And if you are speaking about something that can be a bit sensitive, then you're not going to go straight there. Ask about other things that will somehow relate back to the topic at hand. If you're meeting your partner's friend's girlfriends for the first time, I'm speaking to the gals out here. Just know that most of the girlfriends have been in the same position 
as you before. I'm speaking to myself, my my previous self, and I'm speaking to anyone who's maybe newly dated someone and you're meeting their friends for the first time. Boyfriends, girlfriends, whatever. Gender doesn't really matter, right? Your partner's friends. And of course, it's daunting. They probably only know you based on what your partner has told them. <laughs> Let's hope it's all positive. You want to be asking about things that somehow are related to you as well. For example, you could ask your boyfriend, Barry, his friend, Mark, how long have you guys been friends? How did that all come about? Maybe then you can include whatever information you know about Mark that Barry, your boyfriend, has told you and develop a little bit of banter there as well. And if you're now speaking to Mark's girlfriend, Mary, ask about how their relationship came to fruition and what she does for work, although that's pretty boring. But, you know, you want to still know the basics. Again, we don't want to just jump fucking deep dive headfirst into questions that are too invasive because you don't want to be also known as that nosy fucking bitch. Tick off your basic questions. What do you do for work? How many siblings do you have? Are you close to your siblings? Where did you grow up? What school did you go to? If that's like a thing, you know, like the bread and mortar questions, I guess, of getting to know someone. Then you can ask questions about if they have plans on living together or do they currently live together? What's your ideal location of where you guys would want to live if money wasn't in the question, for example? Unless, I don't know, your friends are super rich, but that's not the case for moi. Not saying my friends are poor, just saying we're from the South fucking West, okay? We've got big dreams, just maybe not big bank accounts from mummy and daddy. Questions like that, things that can keep a conversation flowing and going and it's pretty lighthearted, it's nothing too deep or serious, if it ever eventuated into that, then that would be a vibe that you catch with the other person. Because you can definitely tell if someone is willing to open up to you and is just open to sharing based on obviously their responses as well. So if you ask them, for example, something that they find that they don't want to talk about, or it's a little bit touchy for them, they will give you a pretty closed answer. And you know, okay, I'm probably not going to push anymore or I'm not going to speak about questions or topics within that realm anymore. Let's maybe move on to something else because you don't want to make that other person feel uncomfortable and think that you're a fucking nosy dickhead as well, right? You can see the pattern, I hope. It's just linking what you guys are speaking about onto the next thing and then onto the next thing. And there. Also, hopefully, if they're not brain dead, going to ask you too about maybe the same question that you've asked. And the conversation is just going to keep flowing very naturally. Realistically, you're not going to be speaking to them for three hours straight anyway. So don't overthink it. Let me tell you what type of bitch you won't be if you ask questions. The bitch that only talks about herself and despite the fact that the conversation is about how often everyone walks their dog, not wank, like literally walks their dog, 
it somehow turned into a conversation about how she used to have a dog and she used to walk her dog, but that was with her ex. And now her ex is dating some new slut and she's scrolling through the poor girl's Instagram asking for your opinion and saying, make sure you don't like her photos. Like, don't like the fucking photo. You don't want to be that bitch. By learning more about people through asking questions, getting to know know them more, you're able to connect with them. Whether it's finding out that you guys have similar interests or not, people want to feel like you're actually interested in what they have to say. And in that, they would feel valued. That's all anyone wants to feel. They wanna feel valued, they wanna feel accepted, they wanna feel heard. You can even take it on yourself, right? If you're speaking to someone and their eyes are just starting to fucking dart through the room, like they're not even making eye contact with you. That's probably another good point that I'll talk about next. They're not fucking looking at you. You're speaking to them and they're looking at the fucking group behind you. You know already, like you're not engaged in this conversation with me. There's literally no point of me saying anything. I could literally be like, your mom's a fucking slut. Somehow intertwine that into the conversation and it would go in one ear, out the other, because they're not listening to you. It sucks. You don't want to be that person who's not engaged. Eye contact. Eye contact, the fucking, this term eye contact reminds me of public speaking in primary school where your teachers are drilling you on how important eye contact is and you're making sure that you're fucking panning the whole room and making eye contact with each person in class. That's what eye contact actually reminds me of that term because it's been ingrained into my fucking brain. Anyway, they're not wrong. It is important. It is important to make sure that you are looking at someone, looking at their facial expressions and reading their expression and their reaction about what you're saying in the conversation, right? So, because imagine if you were fucking having a conversation with someone with your eyes closed, like it'd be very hard to read how they feel. Not hard necessarily, because there's also tone of voice, but it'd be more difficult to gauge where they are at or where they stand in that conversation. So, look at the person that you're speaking to. Eye contact is so okay. What's going to happen if you look at someone in their eyes? They're going to blink and that's it. Some of the worst conversations that I've had is what I was saying before, like I'm speaking to someone and they're not even looking at me in the eyes. They're looking like, if even if they're looking at my face, I, I can see them like tracing my face and like looking up and down and fucking around like, brother, I don't need you to have a fucking seizure here. Please look at me. I'm speaking to you. It just makes the other person feel more comfortable, right? I feel like people who tend to be a little bit socially awkward have difficulty maintaining eye contact. And whether that is because they're nervous or whatever other reason, keeping eye contact with someone lets the other person know that I am listening to you. I'm not focusing on anything else but what you're saying, making them feel more valued. It's only going to do the conversation good. Keeping eye contact also doesn't mean staring into someone else's soul. You don't want to fucking stare at them for fucking 10 minutes straight 
and you haven't even blinked and your eyes are starting to water and you're trying to maintain it because you've you've listened to this podcast and I've stressed the importance of eye contact, please don't. What's just as important as eye contact is active listening. Now, I've had my fair share of tuning in and out of conversations that I'm not the most proud of. Shout out to my cousin Jess, who I've made to repeat what she was saying so many fucking times because I'm trying to eavesdrop on another conversation. Not my proudest moment. Like I said, I'm just like everybody else. I am not any better than... Blake, who can't fucking make eye contact and whose eyes start to water when he's staring at you for 10 minutes, okay? I've I've been there, all right? Not in that way, but in the fact that I always tend to, for whatever reason, tune in and out of conversations. And it's actually because I'm trying to listen to another conversation that I'm overhearing. So yes, it's all good and well to ask questions, but if someone is giving you an answer, you're not just immediately going to jump topic into something else that's not related, right? You may as well have not asked the fucking question in the first place. Listen to what the person is saying and listen to what their answer is. Because again, their answer is reflective of what they value, what their likes and dislikes are, what their opinions are, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. We've we've covered that. And from there, You can make that judgment of whether you guys have similarities and maybe you don't. And I think a really good way to connect to someone is finding similarities and things that you guys have in common, whether that be in certain interests or how you guys were brought up or family values even. Like there's always some way that you can relate to someone else genuinely, not having to change yourself or to bullshit the fact that you actually fucking hate Taylor Swift and the other person is like a full on Swifty. You can be open about the fact that, yeah, you might not be the biggest Taylor Swift fan, but you guys have other things in common. Do you know what I mean? Like it's, it's honestly not too difficult to find some type of connection. And if you find yourself in a position where you're like, holy fuck, I actually have zero similarities, interests, we don't share anything alike, just make comment on the weather. (laughs) It's also so okay to disagree with other people's opinions and voice that as well. It doesn't have to be in a very confrontational way. You can literally start it by saying, I actually think different or I've never thought about it like that. I've always thought about it like this, 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 is this. And I feel like sometimes people are so uncomfortable about having a different opinion and feel like there's some pressure to always agree with what the other person is saying, which I think sometimes can be applicable to certain things. For example, if someone is like very strongly pro something and it's not worth an argument or it's not worth a massive debate, then yeah, for the sake of saving that conversation, then yes, you can lie and just say whatever, go along with them and just make them happy, I guess. But if it's something that is relatively lighthearted and you're discussing something that is pretty trivial and both of you guys have different opinions, 
How about you voice that? Because that will then spark another conversation or that also lets them see it from another perspective and maybe get a bit of insight into another person's opinion in a way that they probably have never thought about before. And lol, I can fucking sit here again and speak about it, but sometimes it's difficult to hear things that you don't want to hear, depending on what topic you're speaking about. Of course, I get it. You might think that other person's a bit of a cunt for not really agreeing with you on something that you find a lot of passion in and you know that you're right about something. Of course, I get it. Again, time and place for everything, but don't feel like you just have to agree to someone's opinions for the sake of agreeing with it. You also have a voice. You are also able to be like, I actually think this, or no, I actually don't like that. I like this instead. It's so okay. You know, we don't have to be in this massive unity all the time. Like it, it's what makes things and life exciting that people have different opinions and that people are different and we're not all just sheep. Active listening is focusing on what the other person is saying and solely the other person. Obviously, if it's a group, maybe it might be different, but you want to be focusing on that and put all your attention into that rather than having like songs playing in your head. And the worst thing I think about speaking to someone and you already know when they're not engaged is when you're having a conversation and you see their fingers go to their phone and they flip it up and they start fucking scrolling on social media. Holy fuck. I would literally just backhand someone. I give you permission to backhand someone or anyone who does that to you. I get it sometimes in a group setting when it is slowly dying down or the conversation is kind of dying down a little bit. And then maybe you want to pull up something on social media or you're on your phone or Instagram or TikTok, whatever, to show your friends something or to reference something, you know, like if it's to add to the topic or the conversation that you're already having, of course, open up that phone, bitch, show me what the fucking TikTok is, show me that chick's post or whatever. But if you're speaking about something and, you know, you guys are getting maybe pretty serious or it has nothing to do with anything on their phone and someone the person pulls out their phone and starts like scrolling on Instagram or not even on social media, like just doing fuck or whatever, pulling up their calculator to calculate something. That is so fucking fuming and enraging and rude. Don't be that bitch. Don't be that bitch who is so unengaged, disengaged, whatever, with the conversation that she wants to pull up her phone. I think that is that is, that is the biggest slap in the face because it then makes you feel like, fuck, I am that, I'm that boring that she can't even speak to me or he can't even speak to me that he needs to go on his phone. I'm sorry. The phone is more important than what I have to say. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. Again, give you permission to grab the phone and throw it across the road. I would be doing that. Why do people go on their phones? maybe midway through conversation or at whatever point of the conversation, probably because they're getting a little bit bored. That leads me into my next point that silence in conversations are okay. This one was really hard for me to get my head around. And sometimes I would feel myself just speaking 
for the sake of speaking, just to fill in the silence because fuck, like I don't want another person to feel awkward by us sitting in silence. I think it's fine if you sit in silence for a little bit. If you're sitting there for maybe five minutes plus in silence, twiddling your thumbs, then that's a different story. That's a different scenario. Maybe this is the cue to join in on another conversation or include or rope someone else into the chat instead of then gravitating towards your phone and then you're both on your phones. That's so, and that's like super awkward because I think an onlooker would be like, fuck, they they definitely don't even fucking enjoy each other's company. They're both trying to distract themselves with something else. So it is a great opportunity to, again, join another conversation or bring someone else into the conversation and the chat. I'm so, so, so big on inclusivity. Nothing makes me more uncomfortable than seeing someone else be uncomfortable because they are just like by themselves and they're feeling really awkward. Like that makes me so fucking awkward. I don't know why. So if you can see someone who's not really included in anything and maybe just standing there feeling super uncomfortable and awkward, fuck, invite them into the conversation, include them in. You don't have to point out the fact that they're standing there all by themselves. That's probably going to make it even more awkward. By getting someone else into your conversation is very self-explanatory, a whole nother set of opinions, a whole ass list of questions to ask. That's just going to keep the conversation going and going and going and going. Silences can also be an opportunity for you to change topics. Maybe the other person is done with what you guys have been speaking about. Let's move on to something else. How do we go about that topic change is really fucking simple. Like jumping topic to topic to topic they don't necessarily have to relate to everything. Like you could literally just be like, I was actually thinking the other day about this, 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 this. What are your thoughts on that? What are your opinions on that? How do you feel about this, this, this? How do you stand on that, this, and whatever the fuck? Like it is so easy to get someone else's opinion by just asking them, what is your opinion on this? If there is a topic that you kind of want to bring up, but you don't know necessarily how, or it's so unrelated to what you guys are speaking about then and there, then it might just be like, I was actually really interested in your opinions on this, this, and this, because I was thinking about it the other day or whatever. Like it doesn't always have to relate like that. It doesn't have to gel like that. Just go where the conversation goes. And if you want a topic to change, change it. And if it steers and comes back to what you guys were talking before, then so be it. And if it's something that you're uncomfortable speaking about or you want to tap out of, go to the toilet, go to the bathroom. I need to do a wee. I need, I have a stomachache and it's coming out of my butthole. You don't actually have to say that, but just excuse yourself if if worse comes to worse or you don't have to import that much in. You can just say your thing, whether that be long or short, your short, too long, didn't read opinion and leave it as that. You never have to give more if you are not comfortable with giving more. I feel like that is something that I'm really trying to work on as well, because I feel like once someone asks me something, I 
almost feel obliged to completely open up and tell them everything when really there are some things that I don't want to say or I don't want the other person to know. And that is okay. Like I can just stop it as there. And sometimes I can even feel the other person that I'm having a conversation with, like egging me on, trying to get me to talk about maybe something that I don't want to talk about. And I am so okay with like, I actually don't want to talk about X, Y, and Z. Let's leave it at that. And if the other person's a good sport, they can respect it. They have to respect it. You fucking make them respect it. Cut it short, period the conversation, end it there. That's a really good example of setting boundaries because you always want to have boundaries in life as well as in social situations, especially when it is a group of people that, you know, you might not be super chummy with. And if you're feeling uncomfortable, set the boundary and set the expectation that this is all I'm comfortable speaking about. And no matter how much you push me, that is it. The last thing that you want to do is feel guilty or feel upset afterwards after you had a conversation or shared something with someone and you feel fuck maybe I shouldn't have said that or maybe I overshared too much although I don't think there is anything such thing as oversharing to be honest because not everybody remembers everything about what you say so it to me at least it doesn't really matter but if it's something important to you make sure you set that boundary so that the next time when you guys have a conversation they can judge you from your character before. They're like, yeah, maybe Jen is not as open as we thought she was. So she's, you know, not comfortable speaking about this. I'm not going to ask her about that. I always treat small talk and just socializing in general as me speaking to the other person as my friend. Like I'm already speaking to you as I would with my friends because I feel comfortable. That's my comfort and I know what to ask and I feel like there's no judgment. It makes me feel comfortable, which in turn makes the other person feel comfortable. So that's also another approach that you can take where if you're trying to make small talk with anybody really, you just relate it to someone in your life that you feel comfortable opening up to or speaking to. And it automatically takes some type of pressure if that's what you're putting on yourself to make you feel uncomfortable, it takes that pressure away. I find that I always try to relate to the person that I'm having a conversation with, whether that be from my own experiences or from stories that I've heard. If I'm meeting someone new and they're a teacher, for example, I'm not a teacher, but I've got so many friends that are teachers and I can somehow relate what they've told me to what this person is telling me as well, that's a connection that I've made there. And the only reason why I'm able to do that is because I'm always listening and I'm always discussing and I'm always trying to learn more about everyone and their experiences so that I can relate that to other things as well and learn more things. And it's really just like this whole cycle of learning about people. And when it comes down to what I've always ask myself, I don't know if I just really like learning about different types of people and I love hearing about people's experiences. That's why I love podcasting. That's why I love listening to podcasts because it's just so fucking interesting to me. So I don't know if 
it's just a personal thing, but I really think humans as is, people are very curious. Like we want to know how someone got to where they were or how they achieved this and that because we're curious in nature. We're fucking human beings. Continue to stay curious, ask questions, build connections, make eye contact, actively listen to other people and what they have to say. And you'll be sweet. You'll be set. Those are pretty much my gems of the episode. Actively listen. Listen to what the other person is fucking saying. Focus on what they're saying. Don't tune in and out. Don't be like me and Jess. She wants to fucking slap me, I know. But don't be like me. The next gem of the episode, I don't want to say second gem because I feel like that is a ranking system and it means that my first gem is most important than the next. It's not. They're all important. So my next gem is to ask questions. Be curious about the other person. Get to know their background. Get to know why they are the way that they are, what their interests are. How can you relate to them? Find ways to do that. Like, if you use that type of approach to be like, I'm going to find one thing that is going to connect me to this other person, you would have a never ending conversation because you will be asking question after question after question, acknowledging that there's a connection. Cool. What what are we going to find that's going to connect us next? And I get it. Not everybody is going to have similarities. That's so fine. But if you have at least one the fact that you guys are human beings and that you do the same things on a day-to-day basis, leave it at that. Leave it at that. We tend to like people that we are similar to or we sh- that we share some type of bond to. And that's what you're trying to establish. You want to like the other person, I hope, that you're speaking to. The next gem is that silences in conversations don't have to be awkward. It's okay to sit in silence for a little bit until you gather your thoughts and speak about the next thing. Don't just speak for the sake of speaking just to fill in the gaps. It is okay to just sit there, have take a breather, take a sip of your drink, eat your food, go to the bathroom, whatever you have to do. The final gem of the episode There's a lot of gems in here, to be honest. I think this was a really good episode for me to record. But the final one is really about being yourself. Speak what you want to say and say whatever the fuck you want to say, whether your opinion is going to be uh, the same as the other person or not. Voice your opinions. You don't want to be a fucking sheep. You don't want to be a robot. You don't want to just agree to agree with them, spark a little bit of a discussion. It's not bad that people disagree. Disagree doesn't equal hate or disagreeing doesn't mean that you and this other person can't be friends. Our differences in opinions, maybe in values, maybe-ish, I don't know. I think common values are pretty important, but differences in opinions is what makes everyone so unique. And it's what makes life exciting. I hope you guys enjoyed the episode. Thank you so much for listening. I love you guys very much. I know I've been on and off and on and off, but I'm going through a little bit of change in my life, which I'll discuss hopefully in the next episode as well. 
So I don't know. I just full of excuses. I'm full of excuses. I can literally sit here and do a 30 to one hour episode on uh, why I've been inconsistent, but I'm not going to fucking do that. Okay. I'm not, I'm going to own my shit. I apologize. I'll be better. I'm trying to be better. If you guys like the episode, please follow my Instagram or let me know if you like it or not when you've listened to it. That would be really nice and I would really appreciate that. I just want some feedback. Any feedback, good or bad, is good feedback to me. Please rate my podcast if you guys enjoyed it as well. I feel so weird having to say that, but I'm going to keep saying it until it's not weird. Rate my podcast bitch if you fucking listen to it love you lots i will see you next week next sunday 10 o'clock on the dot